0: You are listening to In Response, a Legacy Podcast, a show where three handsome guys talk about their favorite magic together in the format Legacy. This show is brought to you by com and Austrian-Legacy.com. You can support the show at patreon.com slash response underscore legacy. And now lean back and show
1: And welcome to the 58th episode, Wilds of Elm Drain, of... In response, a legacy podcast. I'm Philipp Klein. I am Daniel. And I'm Peter Plank. And we're talking about legacy. Most
2: of the time. So guys, have you seen the date? Which? Uh, I think it's Monday today. It's, yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's Monday. Casual Monday. Right it's now. Friday, <laughs> there is legacy, there is the pre-day before the european legacy masters and there is the pre-release for wights of hell drain
3: like happening on almost well kind of the same weekend
1: exactly that is amazing so so everything is pretty packed up in two two to three days Mm -hmm. oh oh my gosh Uh, at, at least at least these cards aren't legal yeah. until the, they release it for real so we don't have to worry about anything I which is have actually
2: to. friday or saturday so everything's legal boys wait what <laughs> <laughs> so shaking format shaking player shaking but M has proxies everybody can play everything and with talking about elm we actually have a guest right in here so Sahar, would you like to introduce yourself?
0: Hello, beautiful people. Uh, I am Sahar Mahadi. Um, I am one of the United Kingdom reps uh, and um, basically doing everything to do with communication and uh, sponsorship for the European Legacy Masters. And yeah, I'm just excited to talk about uh, new cards. That's exciting. And talk about, you know, the event and what we're expecting and sort of, you know, the the, sh- the makeup of what uh, players kind of are coming with, hopefully. We have an idea of what people qualified with now. So hopefully we get an idea of what they might be playing. But obviously, Wilds of Air Drain is legal, uh, similar to the last ELM where the initiative car- initiative became a hot thing and a bunch of people played sideboard cards for that. I'm hoping this time we'll have some new spicy tech for players uh, at the ELM on Saturday, which is so exciting. Oh, my God, less than a week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, before we hop right into this episode, we have to thank our Patreons um, Christian Noitz, Matt Duncan, and Moritz Eichma. Thank you very much for supporting. And now let's get back to the real talk. So, how can you tell the, our listeners um, about the European Legacy Masters? What f- is this?
0: Okay, so it is effectively a way um, to. Crown a European Legacy Champion. We did want to call it um, the European Legacy Championship, but there is currently a <laughs> an organising TO who is called the Legacy European Tour. So we call it the Europe. We call it the European Legacy Masters, and it is a um, effectively a tournament series across twenty different countries, and using the infrastructure of you know each country and sort of galvanising. Um, the legacy communities in those countries to run events and then basically it all feeds into this invitational that happened that is happening on the 2nd of september and yeah it kind of the two goals obviously is crown a legacy champion which is kind of cool uh, but also is to grow legacy locally and i think that's been the main driver that we've definitely noticed and certainly price support this year has gone up it's about 2,000 uh, euros plus a lot of uh, products so much product uh, that we're giving away uh, thank you to all uh, thank you to our sponsors Ultimate Guard Free For One Trading uh, Card Market uh, obviously the Response Podcast um, yeah. yay <laughs>
1: uh, Baza- awesome. sponsor time yay! <laughs> sponsor ourselves
0: uh, Bozza MTG and Bazaar of Boxes so yeah it's it's, it's an ex- it's an amazing project uh, we We've come so far in uh, just over a year. That's terrifying. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited for what people uh, people are, uh, are going to be bringing to the to, to the event. Uh, we've seen what people have now registered with. So um, if I know legacy players, some of them love change and some of them are like, I'm going to play the same deck I've played for 10 years because that's the deck <laughs> I know, uh, which I love, which I love either way. There's, the, both of those things are cool
3: yeah uh maybe what, what what i'm interested in since you have been part of this project since the beginning and we kind of had our first iteration last year which was like a, a beta version more or less but now we have the first real iteration of yeah. this uh legacy masters um was the organizational part because i mean it's we are recording now one week before the actual event most of the organization has already been done at this point um has the organization been now easier compared to the first time or even harder it, or how how do you think it compares
0: a bit of column a a bit of column b um <laughs> i think i think we have um it has been streamlined in certain ways um we set up a, a few task forces this year because we recognize certain fields that needed work, things like qualification, having a qualifying structure has really helped actually kind of going, here's are your slots here, how you allocate things. Because that, the way that qualifying events are done, similar to organized play, is through an allocation system, um, sort of determined around size of community and size of country. Um, so that's really helped streamline things. But as always, with everything, when it comes to being a sort of volunteer community driven thing is that the last month is always the most scrambly because you're just like okay we need to make sure all the events are done so that we'll f- the people are registered we just also we literally last week decided um there was a big announcement that we're using MTG melee which is a miracle uh cuz that will make everything run smoother um so yeah as much as it has been um a bit easier there has also been things we've noticed moving forward that have been a little bit sticky uh in terms of like getting stuff done but all in all i think we're super impressed i can also um probably give you guys some uh unofficial numbers on um how many events we had so we had nine we had nine international qualifiers uh seven leagues across seven countries and 72 events uh, qualifying events, which were kind of part of the allocation slot. So it's around sort of the 88 event mark, um, giving away about 100-plus slots. Um, when We're expecting about 105 players, um, give or take. Um, so, yeah, it's insane. I genuinely i am like, how many events did we do? That's insane. That's terrifying. Um, <laughs> that's genuinely terrifying. I'm like, what? Uh, and the plan is, I mean, and sort of, you know, those are sort of some initial numbers that are coming out but um sort of average attendance was pretty high i think total we had like nearly four and a bit thousand you know maybe close to five thousand people participate in the elm through qualifying which is again insane you're like what what um
1: i didn't even know that there were so many legacy players in europe i know yeah. right
0: i mean some of them this might be crazy. just repeat some of them might be like repeating again 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 <laughs> yeah, but, yeah yeah but Someone you know, like lorenzo exactly <laughs> we love them uh but yeah in terms of participation it was very good uh, both on a sort of your local community driven level but also your big like heavy hitter events like the four seasons event impact returns to gathering and things like that
2: yeah seems like a, a really good season overall with like a few with nine international slots given away is like really good uh-huh. which is good that it's over a few
1: countries um and just yeah. for qualif- uh, for clarification yeah international slots m- uh, mean that there were <coughs> over 100 players Correct. at this
3: event um yeah that's automatically considered international yeah. Yeah. they're basically yeah.
0: the events that we kind of knew before the start of the season were sort of your destination events across Europe um, that could have a qualification structure. So four seasons is a good example. Impact returns is another good example. Or there are ev- or there are events where the TO is pushing for more international attendance. So I'll take the example of like MTG Gons in France. They're really trying to make it like a weekend thing. Um, same with the gathering in London in Birmingham. They're trying to make it as like a destination thing. So it's Whilst we did have events that were sort of, you know, your you know your qualifying event where it had over a hundred players, these events are actually like as little kind of side pot we have of like, okay, big event that you are running in Europe, you know, please here you go, have some slots, live your best life
3: exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I think we can also uh, like. Uh... See, have, we have seen that basically ourselves because we made our own international well for Austria uh, thing uh, qualif- qualify for, um, uh in the name of the arm that we made
1: in the Austrian legacy, Austrian masters, legacy yeah. masters
3: exactly and we we made just because of all this we made definitely the biggest legacy tournament in Austria for the last I don't know couple of years because uh, of at that at least
1: the last 10 years as yes. far as I know because I'm playing since two thousand. And eleven, and uh, I haven't experienced a bigger legacy tournament like the one we did in the last uh, last uh, days of July.
3: So it really is a big, big factor that people are willing to come and and travel around Europe because of this overall thing, and that's that's exactly the showing that this project seems to work. Yeah. yeah just Just if you
1: think about that, we were capping about sixty-four people and had six different nationalities. I think even <laughs> seven. Or even seven! Yeah. It was insane. That,
0: isn't, that is so insane. And, and I think uh, certainly um, across the region, um, some countries have done very well, like your, you know, Italy, Germany, Netherlands have done extremely well in terms of like just the numbers. We knew that their communities were very strong, but they came out for But also, you know, yourself yourselves, the Polish, there are countries who have really surprised us in terms of, like, the way they've galvanized their communities together. And then there's some countries who have also, it's taken a while, they've had to, like, reinvigorate their communities from scratch. Like, I like, take for example with, you know, some of the some of our um, Eastern European nations, they've had to really, like, build it from scratch, from, like, basically nothing. And that's been incredible to see, and just getting that sense of camaraderie together has um, been amazing. And I think, for me, moving forward... Um, the goal is to really try and um, help and support those regions, uh, but also celebrate—you know help kind of promote, you know, we don't want it to just be, You know, no offense to the bigger countries, we don't want it just to just be like four countries and that's it. The reason why we have 20 is because we want to celebrate the fact that this is a pan-European thing. And the amount of Americans who are like, can we do it in America? I'm like, How? what? now you guys can sort it out yourselves because uh, that's a whole different look 20 countries is bad yeah. enough trying to deal with 52 states is a whole different kettle of yeah.
3: oh my gosh this is insane it's <laughs> actually
0: insane um they
3: have so many systems already in place so yeah
0: exactly yeah. and half of them don't talk to each other you think yeah. you think you think us our 20 countries like we talk to each other and we you know we have an, an active discord server the reps are very engaged The ones who aren't, I usually usually can get something out of them at least. And sort of my role moving forward is to, you know, with the project is to be a little bit more strategic, kind of uh, in terms of trying to help the project grow and sort of get sort of sponsors on board and sort of be more commercially focused, but also effectively help kind of underpin some of the stuff that we've already done and sort of, you know, be not administrative, but at least kind of help support the wider function uh, whether that's with the, you know, dealing with the reps communication, I think that's a big key theme, a key thing for me moving forward is that, you know, we have processes and comms in place that help both players and reps make sure that the project flourishes for many years to come. When I'm probably more grey, uh, which will be <laughs> not ideal.
3: Well, I think Zah, you made a fantastic job up to this point, and we're very happy to have you in this project. So, thank you, thank very, you, thank very you. It's very, very good.
0: Thank you thank you thank you i appreciate it uh my gray hairs will thank you
2: <laughs> we'll execute for another year
0: <laughs>
3: no, i think this Elm will be a fantastic event uh coming up in saturday and actually because the whole wilds of a drain thing
1: yeah um I, I can't really have any predictions here right now, I mean I was taken aghast last year by initiative yeah. because I I <clears throat> simply hadn't had it on my radar until two weeks before when they released it, it was, on MTGO or one was week. It, um, it was uh, I think one week earlier and
2: the problem was like Peter Vanderham really trained the deck. they built it from scratch in their local group, they tested mm-hmm. it. Uh, and then it was released on MTGO like a one week prior and so they had to get it out they won the challenge with it i think another one was like in second place with the deck because no one had anything against it
0: i remember but then it was i remember those non-quantity
2: for the elm yeah
0: i was in those discord servers when they first popped up um because uh, effectively we knew it was coming and we're like because i remember when caves of chaos Adventure came we were, oh this is good well like the white one whatever and then as soon as I saw uh, JR Hamilton XJ Cloud and Pan- Peter Vanderham test it I'm like everyone get into the server everybody get into the server <laughs> and it was wild it was genuinely insane uh, just people trying to test for stuff uh, so yeah I remember those days I played a lot of initiative uh, it won it won me many tournaments um, so yeah I-, I think I'm not sure it's going to be the same level that initiative was in terms of it- a kind of side swiping people like it did in our in the first elm but i do think there will be people in that in that player base who will be testing two particular cars that have uh, that have been spoiled and are coming out but i don't but i don't know what else there is uh knowing knowing the legacy community there probably is And this puts me some random uncommon I haven't even looked at. Um,
3: Like some kind of cycling effect or something. (laughs) Yes, land cyclers. I heard these land cyclers
0: were good. Why does it say, why why is it not basic? Who would have thought that? Why is it not basic? Why is it not basic cycling? Why is it not basic land cycling? Why is it island cycling? (laughs)
1: What is it? but <laughs> yeah the, the troll is just so great oh yeah. my god why is <laughs> it swamp
0: cycling why is it why is it not basic land i mean it's still because it's basic land cycling as well but you we digress but... i
2: mean if you think about it would like lauren revealed with basic land cycling basic land cycling
1: basic not... island cycling oh, oh, only basic land cycling not only just be insane yeah, with basic, mm-hmm. like would be insane. But it depends. It yeah, depends. The build, but it's uh, still good.
3: I think it's, yeah. but only in blue. With miracles, with lights. Oh, the chest cat, chest pretty much. Chesca. Is that Phil Black? Probably.
0: Are you channeling the the soul of Phil Blackman? And when you talk about miracles, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, um, just I love him. He's a good egg.
2: Yeah, yeah. Phil yeah. is great. Yeah. I mean, it's basically like nicola's spirits because he's like also with. Blue-white with He's a little Italian. splash of oh, red. <laughs> only Italians
1: are chess guy. I, I, I'm unsure why, because... Tundra gamers should always be be Naya, <laughs> but
0: yeah. No, Tundra, they are Tundra gamers. They are 100% Tundra mm-hmm, gamers. Mm-hmm.
3: Tundra gamers, yeah.
1: Okay, so, per- so perfect. Um, I think we can start now with the meat and beans of the... Do you say meat and beans? I'm meat yeah, yeah, and two veg. So mean like- meat and yeah, two probably- veg. <laughs> of the of the episode and we'll start with the big play in the room the chords <laughs> a lot of people are thinking
3: what there are chords in, <laughs> yeah, no, in the
1: set yeah but in the commander set or okay. in the commander decks i'm you, not sure how, yeah. how the products
3: these days work from wizards so nobody knows i guess n- I only n- not only even single cards not, so not, i'm not sure not even wizards knows anymore i but think probably, <laughs> yeah this at this day. point <laughs> they don't know <laughs> but yeah we
1: have five courts one for each um color yep. exactly and they all give you the monarch so actually getting the monarch is something that was always pretty good since uh, since his introduction in conspiracy 2 am i right yeah uh, i believe you <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think so so um
3: but shall we go over the the five yeah maybe different so like for the for the last time there has also been cycle i think right for the was first a cycle yeah. yeah and there were i think two two main that,
1: ones that were played they were playable i think it was the white one the, the blue of one glory or something or, uh, or of grace Court of, of phrase. Phrase and Court and of, Cunning. of Cunning. And Court of
3: Cunning, the three mana one. Yes,
1: it's sometimes seen as a sideboard card.
3: Yeah, not really impactful or like meta game breaking or whatever. But some 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 good cards that uh, have been played here and there, and but not not really anymore. In, so maybe these cards can also act as a sideboard
1: filler for certain matchups. Huh. The, <clears throat> the the one thing that I want to really bring
2: out here is like courts were. Often seen like as choices that you can play in control stuff like that. The Court of Grace, the Court of Cunning, Court of Cunning mostly for tempo, but Court of Grace usually is something that you can play in Miracle Style decks. But the problem nowadays is we have a really new printed card. I don't know if you remember it. It's called like Fourth erlingas which is like I have a never source. played
1: this card. saw <laughs> so, have you played Fourth Eolingas? Many times. Anytime I'm
0: about to. Anytime I'm playing. The few times I still play Red White Initiative, uh, and not feel like I should not be playing Red White Initiative, I have I have I have jammed four Ferrolingus. Also very good in Cube, uh, very good Cube card. Please play four Ferrolingus in your Cubes. Um, uh, this is not a Cube podcast, but I feel like I should talk about. It. But yeah, no, I, I Courts are interesting because I liked Court of Cunning. That's been like the main one. That has like seen legacy play over the time it's been legal, um, as a as as Peter said, as a, a anti you know as like a control card you put it in your control deck. Delver used to play it when it was like oh we're playing against a grindy matchup. Well I suppose we're gonna sit here for ten thousand turns, but if I've got this quarter cutting I might win the game. Um, and it was good as a way to fill your graveyard, as a way to stop them drawing the good spells. Um, so. I don't think that these courts are as good, but I think a couple of them have applications in Legacy, um, and I'm kind of excited for that as a sort of an alternative if you feel like you want those effects in your your deck, for example. And I think there's only a handful of decks that want them.
2: Yeah, one court that I'm particularly looking out for is like, and you are a stompy expert, mm. what do you think about the red one? Oh! Because, I mean,
0: mm. it's, on
2: the one hand, it's like, it makes a 3-1 token for each turn. Yeah. And, I mean, the burn effect is whatever. But but the thing is, like, it's, it gives you the monarch. It's, if it gives you a token for each turn. I mean, the token has no taste, which would make it really good. But how
3: does it actually work? Because I guess nobody really uh, knows. At,
2: <laughs> at the beginning of your upgrade, you create a 3-1 red yeah. uh, knight token. And if you are a monarch, it deals X damage to each opponent, where X is the number of creatures you control. And
1: it gives you the monarch when it enters the battlefield.
2: Yeah, Don't okay.
3: forget this. And yeah, to be okay, the monarch. So it's free one and ping basically. I uh, mean uh, the ping is, is, it's like delayed it. ping.
2: It's yeah, yeah. I uh, but but
0: I like it. Uh, so when this card got spoiled, when Court of Embreath... so Court of Embreath is the four, it's four mana. Most of these I think are four mana apart from the green one. Yes. Um, Court of Embreath, so we talked about whether it should have haste and we were like, no, I think that would just be too good um, the fact that it makes consa- it, the fact that it makes tokens at every turn it being free. I wish there were three twos I genuinely wish there were like three twos um, because of uh, because of uh, Orcish bonuses, yeah but I think that the issue with four mana right now in uh, red stompy decks uh, we can talk about other colors in a minute, but red stompy right now is four is a very contested number. Um, Because you have like chaos, chaos adventurer still. So it's like, do you not run caves and run this instead? Some people still running aura brass forge from Phyrexia all will be one. Those people are not ideal. Um, but this, the fact that, well, it, that also makes tokens and it's, you know, keeps making tokens every turn, but it, like it, it accelerates. Um, Which I think, if you are... So, actually, the way I sort of think about this card now... If you are a big red deck... They are different. They are notably different. Mono-red prison. Like, the OG, like... Ensnaring Bridge, Khan, Chandra. Like, that deck... I think could play something like this. But Moon Stompy, or Blood Moon Aggro, as you want to call it. Which is, like, curve out to three and have, like, Fury. That deck you you have to give me a good enough reason to put this card in my sideboard um, the the deal damage to each opponent is weirdly relevant because the, the kind of ceiling on this is you've got a bunch of rab- you know this card's been down for a couple of turns um, against like control and you've got like three you know you've got like three you know three creatures maybe like five or six they take six like that's like against control it just it kind of goes a bit doolally because uh, you know they've got a prismatic ending it for four, uh, or they or they hydroblast it. That's the other concern with something like this as well. Is that they just hydroblast? It's even like Chandra awakened Inferno um, back in the day. Where so I think um, shout out to El Tinto who's um, one of the my one of the, the five people who are still trying to make Moonstompy work and make content for it. Um, we have we're gonna try it um once it's uh, available and we're basically just gonna swap caves of curse adventure for it see if it's good enough so we can see it and test it um i but i think it's probably if i think control was going to be the only deck i play against i'll probably put it in uh, but it also um doesn't if it was if it was to creatures i, I don't know like opponent's creatures like each opponent's like each opponent and creatures I mean, like, the pro- especially with 4-Feralingus being in control sideboards now, like, Fiery Confluence is just better. Um, but I want to test it. Like, it's it's 4-mana. Uh, also, double red. Like, weirdly, the other challenge is double red is actually not as easy to cast in uh, Monterey Prison as people think it is. Uh, you'd be surprised how little red you can make. <laughs> just like, um, but I am excited about the black one. The black one is the one I'm like, ooh. Uh
2: okay, okay well, wow.
3: what does this card do
2: uh, you at the beginning of your upkeep you exile the top card of your opponent's library uh, and you may play it as long as it's remain exiled mm-hmm. and if you're demonic
3: you may play one of the exiled cards for free this turn okay but you 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 still besides all that you can play uh, the exiled cards at any time.
0: Yeah, the... and you
3: can ma- use mana of any type to cast it. So it's okay. the
0: FIFA sanity effect from if you play FIFA yeah. sanity. Um, these effects I so the one deck I'm going to ask to suggest it in is a, is in that mono black helm deck um, as a way to like imagine again like i'm not saying you're ever gonna cast this i mean you might cast this against Re- like if reanimation you run matchup is already so good but i like this as a way of like catching like if you're catching some stuff to do it like i mean that deck doesn't need any help but i feel like that's a slot where this card can that deck is a slot that this card could go into um uh, it's so you know I, this kind of effect especially like if you're the monarch and trying to play stuff for three like we've seen how good doffy voidwalker is it just like going you know what Give me this, give me this exact. I want that. I don't. Whatever it is, I want it. Uh, and that's sort of this effect here. Um, so I think again, I don't know if it's going to be good enough, but I I do like it. Um, and then I mean, this is kind of like order of what I think is actually good. I think the black one has got like fringe playability. Um, the green one, there has to be a good creature. Like like I like I want to talk to like some maverick experts and be like, if this is good, but like. How how many times are you gonna put two target creatures on the board in green? Like maybe Zenith, like. Oh, it's up to two. Oh, it's up to yeah. Okay, so you can make a. Oh, okay. He has to come back to your turn though that's the this is the grim it's it's it, it's it's i'd be intrigued if the, again maverick has got so it's so tight on its slots um the kind of green creature decks are sort of uh, it's challenging for them right now uh but it's this this helps this does help and then drawing a card is obviously like get them to draw cards that's obviously very good um I like it. It's it being free mana is is where I'm like, Ooh, say it's free mana day. That's, yeah, that's true. It's a very very. Yeah, it's it's maybe... like the
2: the court of cunning of the set kind.
3: Yeah. Of, because mm, they had like blah.
2: one of the the free mana ones
3: in each. And yeah. Only in terms of mana cost, but not in terms, of, in terms of mana. Cost, yeah, yeah, maybe it in terms
1: could of spawn something like a tier X or tier 10 something <laughs> like a color <like laughs> no, green. Um, this does oh, you... like stomp in the old days. Yeah, yeah like just Thanos like stomping. aggro
0: so this does Echo win stompy, the game yeah court of Garenbrink yeah. does win the game if left unchecked though
1: yeah of course like yeah, this because I... you have the, you have the card draw and you you all, all you play enough creatures to keep the monarch yeah. actually and they're getting bigger and bigger each t- time yeah i mean this card plus something like this the how, how's it called ravenous Badger or something the one one that is trampled <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound that bad actually i think we
2: might (laughs) come back to it because like that's a carfuccino
1: mostly
2: it's a Mostly label it's it's like the the white one doesn't really have any applications in my opinion it's a
0: deaf and taxes card and i don't even think the deaf and And, you want to play this card Uh, yeah
2: because it's like an enchantment you can't tutor it up it's like yeah the 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 uh the blue one is like for enchantress, but yeah.
0: So I mean <laughs> you say that the, there is a weird application for Court of Ardenvale. Because it's return p- target permanent card with mana value three or less from your graveyard to your hand, and if it returned mm-hmm. the battlefield instead. Yeah.
3: It's
0: stands... I'm not a Stad still is like a ten t- tier zero like tier seven deck. But like <laughs> the deadly. only time the only decks that like if someone is playing enlightened shooter the f- the four people that still play enlightened shooter um, <laughs> I think there could be potentially a thing for standstill. I don't think it's good, but if it brings back like your lands uh, or it brings back your Urza saga to your hand or onto the battlefield every you know every upkeep, like that's pretty hot yeah uh, or, and also we've seen the stuff that we could do with Sam and like bringing stuff back like bringing back a wasteland every turn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I don't know if I want to pay four mana true. to do that I'm just saying no, that is true. a way like, and, there is and applications it's delayed
2: yeah
0: I mean
3: yeah. I, I don't so know nice. like
0: it's it's delayed like I, the only deck I would see it in yeah. is potentially like something like a standstill deck which has run like Enlightened Jujo but again that's like the only deck yeah. I would see this in mm-hmm
1: um, maybe something like an a saga stompy list
0: yeah but even then you've got better this. things to do with your mana like, yeah, you have, even that you, white you want
2: deck. to you have four mana to use and you want to use it to rebuy a saga but before you may have gone for the saga to it triggered you got an like, expedition map and stuff then you have another saga you have cards in your hand too and the well, problem unless, is with, uh, unless
3: but, you're really uh, not uh Paying, uh, playing some really value permanent cards. Yeah. If you're just focusing on lands, is it just a crucible world with extra steps? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Yeah. So not really sure if yeah. if you really want, do you really want to kind of use it for? Uh, I don't know. Free mana permanence to to bring back i don't know your flicker wisps or whatever your, your recruiters or i don't know the fairy,
1: <laughs> yeah, the fairy recruiter. Yeah. But, but, but i still better. think for for control versions yeah
2: you you really want to play just for fear lingers you can yeah. pump in the man it also gives you the monarchist presents mm. you on the board immediately put some threat on your opponent and yeah you can get it back with Mystic Sanctuary so it's oh. just a better card
1: yeah in response we are <laughs> fourth yeah. <fanboy>.
0: Yeah, in, <laughs> in response crack my fetch get Mystic Sanctuary put it back on top uh, I'll Woo. do it again yeah oh. <laughs> I know <laughs> yeah, again. I know right it's that's, that's the, so good there, there is one other card uh, sorry to slightly derail you boys uh, from the commander set that is kind of, uh, which is I, I saw and I don't know if it's good which is Lone Crafter Fawn. It is a three-mana free-free. I'll read it out for the, for the viewers. Uh, when it enters a battlefield, you may discard one or more land cards. I emphasis on land cards. When you do, return up to that many target non-land permanent cards from your graveyard to your hand. Um, now, rummaging is ru- like getting having a regrowth, of, effectively, like Eternal Witness, um, in green... I mean, we have of Witness, but like, I don't, I feel like, I don't know if this is a lands card, but it's like, I look at it and I'm like, you can discard like a, a, a you know, you know, I'm thinking like depths or something. You discard like a land you don't need, and then you get back your Minskamboo because it died, or you get back your Knight of the Reliquary to your hand, like, my brain just is like activating, I'm like, this is... This is quite some powerful stuff, um,
2: like like for Merrick or Agroloam.
0: Yeah, something like I mean, that. Like it feels like it's it's because it's because it's land cards. It's not ba- it's not basics. Yeah. It's, it's land cards. So you put your
3: know, land if, cards. Yeah. If
0: you've drawn fetches, you don't need anymore. Yeah, or yeah. you've drawn like cards that are good in your graveyard, or you just you know, you know what you know extra copies of Grover of the Burn Willows. I'm just thinking of examples right now. Um, and you know, you, I'm not saying it's an early play thing, but it's a sort of you know, it, you draw a late it. Late game,
3: kind of, yeah.
0: It's a grindy card. I looked at it. Yeah, yeah, I looked yeah. at it. I don't know if it's good for three mana. I think there's better things you could be doing at three mana, but I think for like loam, um, it's um, you can have something. Whereas like you know, you can have that. But yeah, I don't know if it's good. But I saw it and I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. Um, yeah. In terms of making it, but yeah, again. I just like the fact that you can discard your lands, uh, and then you know, say you have a crucible of worlds, you can just pick them up, and just like absolutely do it again, uh, or make your knighted reliquary a little bit bigger. Just, just say. It.
1: Yeah, I mean they can tutor trade with on cine. So yeah, as a one off.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Another two t- t- target for <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Another yeah.
0: and, another green sun target. Woohoo
2: <laughs> um... <laughs> As if there enough already. <laughs> yeah. But but I think that the main part for this card should be in a deck that plays life from the Loam. Because with life from the loam you have so mm-hmm. much consistency of having additional land cards in it, in your hand. Yeah. For Maverick it <clears throat> kinda of feels like for a non Maverick player, like this card has Kinda only be applicability for the games where you completely flood out.
0: Yeah, that's fair. S-
2: s- because like on the one hand, light of the reliquary really fins out the deck. You have like a wish reclaimer that also puts out land from the deck into play. So it's like, I mean, it can have some applications, but I, I personally would say it's more something like for, for not. Yeah, mostly agronome. I don't really think it's something that yeah. lands can play. No. I mean, on the one hand, you can, like, dredge for a million <laughs> when you have, like, two <laughs> lomes, but, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's it's just, it's, I find it interesting. Like, it's one of these cards that I was like, huh, that's cool. I like that design. I like it as a design thing as well, like. Um, but yeah, the main set, though, are, firstly, small side note. There are two good otters in the set. We're not going to talk about them today, but people are, are, who are listening to this, go find the two good otters in Wilds of Eldraine. Um, Elusive Otter and Frolicking familiar. These are the two good otter friends of the set. Um, I, I love otters. Okay,
1: we can, we can just... Um...
0: Give me the first card. I have idea. I think yeah. I know what the first one's going to be. Is it, a, is, it, is it a black card, by any chance? It's a good black card. I'm not sure.
1: Oh, I'm not sure. No, no, we were talking a little bit about the otter. I'm just. It's, I, I it, want to know what it what it does. It's basically uh, it's it's cute.
0: It's, yeah, elusive otter. Sorry, I I derailed you a little bit because it's just really cute. Um,
2: yeah, the elusive otter is like uh, it has an adventure where it can pump a creature. Basically, I mean, you put uh, plus one plus one counters on any number of target creatures you control. And then it's a one
0: control. one with prowess that you can creatures yep. are powerless can't block it again i don't think it's a good like legacy i, I don't know like yeah, yeah, yeah. i love these yeah. kind of cards though every time i look at this i'm like ah, ha ha did you save prowess <laughs> on a one drop oh baby yeah let's go it's
1: always great <laughs> yeah
0: and then following familiar um has the flying um the wizard thing when you can whenever you cast an ah, sorcery um, oh my god, it has a hat. That's what I mean. It's a good otter with a hat. Um, it's an
1: otter wizard. It's Harry Otter. Yeah.
3: Yes. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: <laughs> I will be wanting to buy some foil ones of these cards because I love otters. Um, there is a good cat in yeah. the set, but I can't remember what the card is. But, yeah, these two uh, very, very good cards. Okay. But they are not for Legacy. Although, I might no. try <laughs> to play of Otter legacy. And legacy once. Uh, f-
2: I mean, the Otter.
1: Kind of seems fine in some. Uh, I would not expect it to be. <honest. laughs> I, it, look, there, I mean, you, you can play FM with it and yeah. then just forget about the deck because it just isn't good. But it was There's, for rounds.
0: is have always wanted to see if Miracle Grow is a thing in Legacy and it's never been good enough. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> why?
1: Not, no, anymore. not anymore. Not anymore. anymore. Sadness. But that's what
3: pre modern is for. Exactly. I would say, yeah. Let, let, let's see what cards potentially v- could be interesting yes. for Legacy let's see. yeah and this
1: one is from me so oh wow um, I actually forgot about that this existed because um, oh this is good yeah it's it, it. you, you, it's not you really, might have to explain yeah yeah it's not really that impactful but uh, it's like his looter it's for uh, one oh. blue and a and a black it's a creature fairy shapeshifter it's a 1-1 with flying tap draw a card and discard a card so it's a looter Mm-hmm. and it has for X Lightness Hooter becomes a copy of target Creature card in your graveyard with mana value X it mm-hmm. as flying and disability. ability activate only as a sorcery so the thing <laughs> is here you can pair this with Rex and Dreadnought yeah but it dies to Orcish Bomas. yeah but I just wanted to I wanted to say, I, I, it wanted to say Philip
3: <laughs> it's a 1-1 one, one. you kind of lost me at 1-1 one, one. <laughs> well you're not wrong
1: you're not wrong <laughs> I I mean <laughs> I'm unsure, is, is Lazav a 1-2 or something? Uh, I actually think so. it's a 2-2. Or 2 But yeah. it's it's a Legendary. And in my opinion, okay, I for, forgot about Bowmaster for a second, but <laughs> if there wasn't for Bowmaster, I could <laughs> see... It's a 1-3. It's a 1-3. Three. Three. I could okay. see this... Um, like for, for Dreadnought yeah uh, I can see this being better than Lost it's as not legendary
2: and it has inbuilt uh, it's, it's invasion it's more like inbuilt uh, additional Lost stuffs, personally because you really want to have a lot of those effects to, to use the gravehead a little bit more and yeah
1: and you can copy an Uro with this you as can a
0: interesting copy option, an Uro that is true
1: and yeah. a flying Uro isn't that bad actually Yeah. And then it's not
2: a one-one dice. Yeah, <laughs> like the, S- it's a six-six. That
1: yeah, draws you the, a card. the
0: the one-one is a in, in our current world is not ideal, but um, I do like it as a first as a Dreadnought thing is very cool. But I think also just it being good in the blue-black deck as like another thing to like if you get into six mana, you copy Troll with this. <laughs> Just say and you can copy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, not, not if you haven't hit your reanimate. Then
2: it's flying and have The, the, yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the super menace.
1: Super
0: duper menace. <laughs> it's a cool card. I I, I think wow. um, it's basically baleful strips of extra seps is the way I think about this card. Mm. Um, you get the con- you get the looting effect uh, sort of continually, but you don't have death touch. Um, but yeah, I'm I would let no. people try it. But yeah, but yeah. X-1s in a orc world is uh, not ideal.
2: <laughs> but okay. I think we get onto the bean and meat now. And to, it's the, like to the real cards.
1: A, yeah. To the real cards. We, card.
2: we have actually have two of them. And one is up the beanstalk, which is an enchantment for one green and one generic mana. And it has an ETP where it draws a card. And whenever you uh, cast a spell with mana value of 5 or greater like Force of Will, you draw
1: additionally a card. But it's actually only <coughs> Force of Will. I mean, yeah. was, Solitude,
0: Leyline Binding.
1: Okay. Oh, Leyline Binding, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay, yeah. Didn't follow about these
0: uh, Hold on, <laughs> I, so I think there was um, <clears throat> on Twitter, or X if you want to call it now. There
2: was one player that actually plays for Austria in the ELM that will play this card. Because he's playing Yorion five color control. I mean, don't give it away.
3: <laughs> As if all the opponents are I mean, yeah, he, he posted thing. it on yeah. Twitter. So yeah. uh, I mean, I
2: don't know if he plays it for the LM, but he said, like, I mean, if you have a Yorion, it triggers off of Yorion yeah. that you draw a card.
3: You can flick then, it. Then you flick it, then it
2: is put again. Two for Two for two for five mana.
3: It's like a really nice uh, flicker target. <laughs> it it it? Really nice.
0: Yes. Okay, so here is my Brilliant. opinion on Up the Beanstalk. This is um,
2: <laughs> then you can cast. Let's see uh, you can ask
0: for. Yeah, yeah, sure, you can cast all these cards that you have. Okay, so this this card, uh, I feel like only the control mages are losing their like proverbial minds with it. Um, Niklas Hotman. Um, I'm gonna. I can name and shame them. It's fine. Uh, Anna Ragdass, Mark Voigt, um, Nicholas. All these guys. Um, I love them all. Um, but I do think that this feels like a card that is a bit win more. It does replace itself, but so does Silver Library, and Silver Library draws you more cards. Um, it also only hits about th- maybe like a third to forty percent of your deck. Like, how many five drops realistically are in Legacy apart from, like, Force of Will and maybe, like, Solitude? Um, like, four Ferrolingus, like, sure, like, I can see that. But, like, you have to be in green. So if you're going to be in green, you have to play Forcey or, you know. And who, like, honestly, Forcey uh, control is... Yes, you have four Ferrolingus, but you're not... There isn't a lot of decks that are in, like... Base green right now. Everyone's either in Jeskai, you're or like they're just all all the colors. Um, like if it was four or less, I'd be like, sure, but five is a lot of mana. Um, and if you're just going, oh, this will maybe hit my Force, or like will draw me a card on my Force or Will, I'm like, cool. You can draw
3: cards yeah. Yeah. other uh, ways. I was, I was thinking, um, civil leverage just seems better. Yeah, yeah
2: the, the thing is like, I can see it specifically for the deck style that uh, Niklas plays because he has like I think like three or four four Ferlingas he will for sure play two to three Leyland Bindings and the plays at Force of Will Uh, you can play a Gigantamax basically Prismatic Ending Um, so you have like a few of those cards and especially with like uh, Yorin as your companion I can see the application where it doesn't cost you life uh, uh, compared to the Sylvan Library, especially something like the faster decks uh, that you don't really want to spend the three life because like three life less is most li- most of the time, life. four life less, yep. it's like most of the time a turn off the clock with something like the troll. Of course, yeah. So I can see the brew as like a, uh, Nicholas plays in five color control. But for most decks, it kind of seems hard. Yeah. And I think, like, Mark is also moving in a little bit of the, the direction that Nicholas plays. Yeah,
0: like, mm-hmm. it, it, it is a... It, it, I, I, I joked about this on Twitter, but it is honestly uh, control players trying to feel something 2023 edition. Because um, <laughs> um, well, they have, like, it, this is the thing. It's like every, like, it, I I can see it it is a good application, but five mana is so much. And it it not it hitting like a some time. If you think you are getting to five mana and you are going to be consistently hitting five drops into the late game, sure, play two. You will it will it will work. But if you if in control, you're happy to pay two mana to draw a card, <laughs> then play this card. Um,
2: I mean, you you have to see the control mirrors and themselves mudding Mutting ending X4 <laughs> their opponent's carpet of flowers just to draw another card. It's
0: <laughs> I mean <laughs> it's true, like that's the, perfect that's, the dream. <laughs> that's the that's the main that's the thing that I I definitely um yeah, like I remember Mark Voigt t- posting about this last week of like forcible leyline binding. I'm like, sure. No. You hit d- sure, draw a card when you cast your best spells. Like that's honestly how I feel about this card. I feel like this card is just a win more card. And I don't think that this card wins you the game, like honestly.
3: But I think we have like the perfect weekend to have a look if this card really yeah exactly uh, will shine ahead of us. There's so many so, control well, majors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we can actually just have a look.
0: I will eat humble pie. See. I will eat my humble pie if this card yeah. is actually exceptional, and I will put my. I will. I will not be. Uh, I will not be proud. I will just be like, okay, we have a two-mana enchantment that draws a card that is a legacy power level card.
1: <laughs> Actually, um, I'm also a little bit um, on the same level here as you. And I really like that, the, that even the flavor text of this card says, It's not so bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so bad. Like, I, like, I, that's how it basically is. It's not so bad. It's, it's not so, so good. <laughs> it's not so bad. Uh, but yeah.
2: Yeah, it, it seems something that you really have to work for to get the value off. But maybe it's enough, yep. maybe it's not. We will see on the weekend. Exactly. But one thing that we can be for sure, it <laughs> has the value in it and it mm. contains a mirror. And yeah, it's the best bargain card of the new, uh, of the new set. It's Besiege the Mirror, where you can search a library for a card, excel it face down and then shuffle your library. If the spell was bargained, bargained means you have to sacrifice a token or an artifact yeah yeah or enchantment or enchantment uh when casting the spell um you can uh cast the spell for free if the mana value is four or less and four is like the dream mana curve of like storm with mm-hmm. empty the warrants tendrils past flames and besiege the
1: mirror and yes the mirror. this is my favorite one <laughs> and the thing is have you seen jacks's um to a boot yeah, it's I've seen Chex's table. The yeah.
3: no seen it's the
0: lines. There's so many yeah. lines. Oh my gosh.
3: Yeah.
1: It's it's so... In- oh, fuck. <laughs>
3: I love it. <laughs> it it's, it's kind of frightening because there's a lot of lines that can win really consistently and deterministically on turn one with only four mana and a couple of uh let's say uh artifacts, serum artifacts or, uh, that you or yeah, exactly that you can bargain actually so and this and depending on how i mean certainly this will be a very really good storm card in one way or another yeah it need a, a lot of different yeah it needs some or the perfect shell i don't know it, is it more like TES or more like Ant or more like Black Saga Storm these are like the three main so, directions you can go
0: my main thing with this card I think this card is very good um, I think um, the challenge of this card is okay Jax's original thing of like the whole just um, guys will thing basically make your own muscle Yorg-Moth- okay Yeah, Yogg Bossful, powerful magic card, who knew? Um, So, have you, anyone who's played Vintage will tell you that card is very, very good. Um, So, yeah, like, of course, doing that line is pretty powerful, but I also go, this is a kind of, the thing with Storm right now is it's so easily, it's got so much hate. It has some, there are so many things that stop this card doing anything. Like, from, I mean, as a prison player, I look at this card going, Great. You win game one. You'll probably win game one. Um, because like you just go like chalice on zero, chalice on one, and or blood moon have like they, they literally have to have like I don't know, Jax's sequencing does scare me a little bit as a prison player, but I also go, hey, here's a Trinosphere. Mm, sure, you have literally no you have some manner. Congratulations. Um, but I but I can say that as a Stompy player, but also this like the I think it will be tested but i don't know if it is as good or it completely replaces ad nauseum. i can also see this in, in like something in a bit bigger version with like getting one ring like one ring is like it's weird one ring is such a powerful like artifact for like legacy but it still hasn't found a home but like this being um this being rings copy ring one ring copies five to eight is pretty scary Uh, and the cool
2: thing is you can bargain away the big ring Mm -hmm. and getting a new one exactly I haven't haven't
1: thought about this intention this is really insane it's
2: in in (laughs) Mama Black Stompy kinda or even like Leyland Helm it could see some play but then you have to to watch the artifact count and stuff like that but when you have like a Leyland out you can besiege the mirror for either or the Helm out you can besiege for the other copy so it's like yeah the, I, yeah, the,
0: I don't... The bargain... But, it's going to be interesting how good the bargain is. How well you can set up your yeah. sequencing so you can always bargain. Uh,
3: um, yeah. You know, I, I think there's a lot of... As you mentioned, there's a lot of hate for Storm, let's say. There's a lot of, for example... Insane amount of hate against yeah, Storm. Yeah, I mean, there's like... The, the bad version for, for this kind of effect would be something like Meltdown, of course. But if you're facing, let's say... Uh, a null rod or whatever and or a collective or whatever uh, random thing or uh, deafening silence you still have your artifacts in in play or in hand and sometimes Storm um, just needs some some to dig to kind of an answer piece Mm -hmm. to, to bounce or to destroy one of these hate pieces and then go off and if you have a bunch of artifacts already in play and you need to deal with a null rod then this card actually seems like a good way out and then that enables like a fast combo win when you get to remove the null Word, for example or even for this card you don't even need to remove necessarily null Word because you still can sacrifice your artifacts for example so there's a lot of lines or i think it, it lowers the the cost that you need to have in order to go off because you need lower mana like the lines that we saw from checks. Uh, propose like
2: you need two less or something.
3: yeah four mana yeah. You, there's like lines that you only need four mana which means about one or two cards less needed for storm deck like previously it was seven yeah for example yeah. yeah seven would be like one of the magical numbers that storm yeah. need to, needed to reach so this being cut down is pretty big mm. but of course you need to have the artifacts now so it's a kind of a trade-off so but i personally as i'm very much into storm. I'm a little bit storm aficionado. Uh, I'm very excited for this card. Yeah, yeah. It's I a, definitely want to yeah. try it.
0: All the storm, all the storm players I know are excited by this card. But I feel that you, it is a, it is a very distinctive hoop that you have to jump through as storm players to get the bargain cost. Because the four mana search card, exile it, face down, then shuffle, isn't good. Uh, although saying that, like, I, I'm generally trying to think. Like the only application I can think is like, what was it? um it's like food chain, but food chain doesn't play black. um also like also triple black. I know it's dark ritual manner. I know it's dark ritual manner, but it's you have to like the other thing is what well, I mean the hate is the hate, and we can deal with that, but all of Jax's lines fall to days fall to days and forcible really badly like which is which is which, i mean it's a contract you make when you sign up to play tendrils of agony uh it's just this is the world we live in um but i think it's i think it will be interesting to see practically if the hoop of having and having a permanent to sacrifice is a is a, a a jump too far or because you have those artifacts enchantments or tokens that you can do that without it being an issue
2: yeah one one kind of the decks that also were floating around are like with playing a place at duress and a playset set of mm-hmm. so you have like a lot of the discard to force out either the, the whale of summer up front or the daisers yep. the force of Wheels. so you can really slow down and try to combo on turn two mm-hmm. or even turn three to consistently play around days and four mana is like not much actually no. um so you can play with with five mana with uh yeah you can wait a turn because like yeah. dark riddle dark Rittal is five so you're mm. playing around days for example um so it's it will be interesting um but i kind of feel that the card is really strong actually. yes
3: and i think like when when you look at the, the different storm decks that are currently existing that the one that stands out would be Black Saga Storm, obviously yeah. because it yeah. has a lot of artifacts. And also, what I like is that you can just, for example, if you don't have any artifact, you can just sacrifice your saga, because you can also bargain this. That is true. As, oh, wow, uh, as, yeah. But yeah.
0: Sacrificing the saga is like actually quite a hot tech. Um, of course, which is yeah. so. I th- or even like a construct token. Like these are like yeah. the the application yeah. around. It, I I I. I um, uh, oh God. Uh, prejlav i could never miss that name. one of the german players played played this deck went with tony when it was like becoming a whole thing um and obviously did well at four seasons with it so i think it i it'll be interesting but i i am not i am not a combo expert so i look at this card and i'm like cool that's four mana <laughs> 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 it's cool that's four mana worth of cardboard that you're spending
2: yeah I think it will be quite interesting also yeah. with drawing multiples it doesn't actually seem that bad no, no. because yeah no i mean <laughs> yeah you you can do a lot of stuff with those uh, like previously with tutoring up an additional like dark ritual or now you can just yeah four mana pass the turn you got yourself the forces next turn or they and what i'm really inter- uh will be looking out for is how n- how many players actually fo- will force of will besiege the mirrors that weren't bargained
3: because this is like I it's like the- forcing an infernal tutor that has not hellbent.
2: yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. like ugh, i have to counter the card because like they can play it for three but yeah bargaining has to be paid up front and yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. like like natural order, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. It's part of the
2: cost. It's, it's... a natural
3: order of spells. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, mana cost is pretty. Late. Yeah.
0: Again, um,
1: this is. Yeah, it it all.
0: I think this is the best card for legacy in the set. Like, mm, I, think I, yeah. I, can, I, I think we can say that confidently. I will be intrigued. Better storm minds can break it. Uh, but I think it will just be a nice addition. Like, mind's desire is a nice addition uh, to storm players losing their yeah. absolute minds and losing a lot of play points online trying to make storm mm. work in our year of law 2023 cool well that's some, that's some exciting so,
1: cards oh yeah, yeah definitely i mean we will certainly see how the matter shakes up so saha um one last question for you because of course um you you aren't there as far as i know what the sadness, uh, sadness
0: on the stack i am not there this week uh, this weekend i am at a wedding because i'm an adult uh, my husband's best friend is getting married so I will not be there, but I will be following along where I can. Uh, but I have been told by the co-chairs to enjoy the wedding I'm at. Uh, so, oh,
1: wow. uh, to, <laughs> so you don't hop on the stream. Yeah, so I don't <laughs> hop
0: on stream or anything like that. But I will be I will be keeping an eye on it uh, when uh, before the the nupt before the proceedings start. So I'll probably check in on the early rounds, make sure that it's running beautifully and stuff like that. Um, but I have every faith that you guys will make an amazing show um, and you know lots of prizes to give out and kind of hype it up because i'm it's going to be great so
1: yeah we'll hope so so what's your prediction for the elm what do you think will be the best deck or which decks are on the top tables
0: lands or do- lands because it's mm-hmm. proxy friendly uh <laughs> doomsday yeah. um okay and a blue black deck whether that's scam or shadow
1: mm. Mm. yeah seems yep. pretty reasonable
3: Sure, uh, I would agree for me. Kind of the, the one that I would put on top of all those is blue black, but yeah. just a scam version. I think yeah. this is the best deck yeah. in the format. I think it's just five color control with up the beanstalk, but
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, we will see. We shall see. I, I think, think it's, it's
1: just Marduk, it's, it's a bit actually.
3: Uh, I, yeah. I mean,
0: I think it's a, a go- blue black would be as a good tintender, but yeah. good, yeah. uh, the blue black pilots need to be literally the best blue black pilots you can't have your yeah. Gin- yeah. you can't have someone pick up blue black like a week before the event they need to be like an actual blue black pilot mm. um, yes yeah. yeah that's true so um,
1: that deck is insanely hard yeah. I, mm-hmm. it
0: hurts my head Wright tried to play Shadow once on stream and I he just looked at it and was like I never want to play Shadow ever again I never want to play Shadow again it hurts my head
1: <laughs>
0: I can't do yeah, it it hurts my head give me a stompy every day of the week I also <laughs> if, if, if there is it, I wouldn't be surprised if initiative does turn up yeah. Like the red white version it won the challenge on Sunday I've chatted to the guy about it that also might do well because it's also got a decent blue black matchup
3: oh wow yeah mm. that's amazing never that's... Underst-
1: underestimate initiative actually yeah exactly Yeah, cool
0: but yes those are my predictions so
1: and one last thing to talk about here is about the stream at European Legacy Masters because we have a nice little announcement to make yes so join us of the European Legacy Masters stream because we are part of the casting crew of the European Legacy Masters and actually
3: when this episode airs it's tomorrow yeah (laughs) on Saturday so if you have listened to this episode hopefully and you can't get enough of us also make Mm. sure to hop into the stream
1: of the three handsome boys
3: three handsome
1: lads
0: yeah I'm I'm so happy for you guys to be involved in the coverage of the whole thing Uh, it's going to be great
2: yeah, so. we paid for our slot, but
3: we're not... <laughs> we walked up. in for Peter. We shouldn't uh, talk about this. <laughs> but
1: yeah. No, uh, we never paid any, uh, uh, any kind of money. Again. No, it's all it's, all, it's, all <laughs> done, it's money, all done with love. Money.
0: Um,
1: money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with love. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I wish you the best.
0: I wish you the best, boys. It's gonna be. You're gonna have a great time. Um, and I will oh, be, yeah, I sure. will be cheering on from the wings, being the best hype person I can on the socials. Uh, waving my you good have flag to watch
1: it on the next week
0: yeah oh yeah but yeah make sure you get some and, rest and
1: don't forget to download it because <laughs> four seasons are always um <laughs> don't put their things onto youtube so yeah. yeah actually for anyone watch it in the week at least in a week afterwards yeah, yeah. because we be, sometimes we, it just I, disappears
0: yeah we hopefully might be able to get some of the the gameplay afterwards but yeah we can that can be discussed um yeah. but yeah, it's it's gonna be an amazing show. I'm really excited. There's gonna be a really cool decks, there's some really exciting players. Um I think notable like hot shot players is Andrea Mengucci, Mark Tobias. Um mm-hmm. you know, these are your big hitters, so um watch out. Um but yeah, I hope I hope that we have someone who is your just regular local player like Samuel Sajarak last year who won it, who was basically unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. or Sam win it Samuel win it back to back. That also is a great story. Uh, oh yeah, that would be insane. That would be insane. So yeah, I wish everyone the best. Uh and may the best player win. Um basically. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm getting the crown of Europe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so I think we can conclude the episode here. So if you like what we are doing, consider following us on our social media at response underscore legacy pretty much everywhere you can find me on twitter it's at finnick mtg p-h-i-n-e-k-m-t-g Saha, where can we find Oh, you where can't you media? find
0: me right now uh so i'm <laughs> Saha mahadi on twitter i also have a youtube channel uh called the legacy gambit uh where we do um gameplay video which is uh, say, legacy content that is meant to be fun and accessible for players coming back into the format or learning the format um and yeah so that's at the legacy gambit uh, on YouTube, follow us. Uh, we're doing a bunch of cool content and a bunch of cool uh, interviews with the good minds of legacy. We just did a video with Jarvis U about mana bases and deck building and how you should be probably playing more land than you already are. Um uh, always <laughs> well, play more land, folks. Land. Play always more lands folks. But yeah, so it's a su- super cool thing. But yeah, other than that, Sahama Hardy on the various on the internet. Um you can hear me before you see me most of the time. Um <laughs>
1: and peter where can we find you on social media it's on (laughs) x.com oh yeah at
2: unicorn lord but the o in the lord is a zero and what about you flying i have
3: no idea what i talking about i refuse to call it x (laughs) it's Mm. twitter yeah (laughs) you can find me there i'm uh, at flying delver and together with of course my two co-hosts you can find me and us this weekend in bologna in the casting area or just around in on the venue uh come say hi whatever hang up yeah get is. something
1: signed if you want <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's not it wouldn't be the first time that we have done yeah. this yeah for example and we are also doing some interviews during the day at the european legacy masters so feel free to hit us up you can um you can always see us uh at our shirts yeah, yeah. We will have our. are the guys with the shorts. We are the guys with the response <laughs> the, shorts. On, yeah. the guys,
0: also, you're here. You're here, Peter and Phil. Like, I've, I, I, you can hear me, but you can hear Peter and Phil in the room as well. So just hear, yep. just hear some loud Austrian men. Um, uh, you're, you're, no. You'll find them. Don't worry. Uh, they're, 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 they are homing <laughs> pigeons uh, in, in, the, in the area, so you'll find them. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, guys, I can't. I'm so sad. I'm not seeing you guys. But yeah, you guys are gonna have an amazing time. Um, huh. give away all the give away all the stuff we've got give away all the stuff from ultimate guard that we've got just give it away give it to people uh, oh yeah. yeah so much stuff not <laughs> like that but just like uh, Phil was doing the hand dollar <laughs> waving thing for people listening um, but yeah
2: uh, with sleeves <laughs> With sleeves
0: <laughs> just dollar dollar yeah and it's going to be super yeah. for the sleeves for everybody uh, I mean yeah, we are, the participants are getting like I mean I'm not going to talk about the prizes the, the prizes are on the website europeanlegacymasters.com um, but yeah cool thank you for having me guys I so, had a lovely time
1: yeah it, it was great to have you on <laughs> yeah. thank, thank you also. no worries have a and
0: see you later guys
1: I think we can <laughs> conclude the episode here in response the end <laughs>
0: This was a response, a legacy podcast. If you enjoyed the ride, feel free to support the show by following, leaving a review, or subscribe on slash response underscore legacy.
1: It all started with Angelo.
0: Can I, can I just pause for a second? I need to go to the loo really badly. Can I just pause for a second? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure I was like sure. I was like holding it in. I'm like, no. I know my body well enough now. Let me go to the loo. Like, okay. like.
1: yeah,
3: sure, sure, it sure. comes with age, yeah. Let we we me start with the cast <laughs> <then. laughs> No, no. We leave this in. <laughs>